This is The Space Shot, episode 329 for April 8th, 2018. Jiminy 1, Discovery, and Atlantis. I'm John Mulnix. I've got two quick programming notes for today. First, I noticed that episodes from the past week don't have any show notes, and I'm not sure exactly why this happened, but I believe it is fixed going forward. Second, the Space Shot and the Cosmosphere podcast are now available via Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, welcome to the show. Thanks for lending me your ears every day for a few minutes. I'm happy you're along for the ride. One last quick note, if you're on Twitter, you should really be following Digital Globe. They consistently share pictures captured by their commercial imaging satellites. Yesterday they posted a picture of Augusta National Golf Club, and today they posted one of the Bahrain International Circuit since there was a Grand Prix there today. I'm linking to Digital Globe in the show notes, so be sure to check them out. Now, let's get to some history. On April 8th, 1964, at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Jiminy 1 lifted off on an uncrewed orbital test of the Titan II launch vehicle. This launch tested the launch vehicle, the Jiminy spacecraft, and the compatibility of the two. Unlike later Jiminy missions, the second stage of the rocket stayed attached to the Jiminy spacecraft, and both entered orbit together. The mission called for three orbits of Earth, but an excess speed at stage separation meant that the spacecraft stayed in orbit much longer, re-entering and disintegrating on the 64th orbital pass on April 12th. The next uncrewed launch for Jiminy wasn't until January of 1965, and I talked about that mission back in episode 250. Let's finish off today's episode with two shuttle missions. The first was STS-56, which launched on April 8, 1993. Discovery carried the Atlas II payload, which studied the, quote, relationship between the sun's energy output and Earth's middle atmosphere and how these factors affect the ozone layer. The mission also deployed the Spartan, or Shuttle Point Autonomous Research Tool for Astronomy, a science instrument that was able to be deployed from the shuttle's payload bay and operate away from the shuttle for the duration of its mission. The second mission I'm mentioning today is STS-110, which launched on April 8, 2002. The shuttle Atlantis carried a crew of seven on an International Space Station assembly mission. NASA notes that this flight was the first time that three Block II space shuttle main engines were used at the same time. The SSMEs were incredible engines, capable of flying over and over again. There were 46 engines used across the shuttle program, spread across 135 missions. In a funny scheduling coincidence, astronaut Ellen Ochoa launched into space on April 8th two times on STS-56 and 110, her first and last flight. She's a veteran of four space flights and is now the director for Johnson Space Center. If you'd like to learn more about her career, check out the links in the show notes. Since you're here and I've got your ear, give me 30 seconds of your time. I'd be incredibly grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends and family. Tag one of them and let them know about your favorite episode. I'd also really appreciate it if you could venture into the Apple Podcasts app 
or your podcast app of choice and leave a review for The Space Shot. A steady stream of reviews helps ensure The Space Shot is more visible in the Apple Podcasts app. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or check out the links in the show notes and you'll find me. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.